0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right. 403-974-TALK is our number. Uh, I, I tease this a little bit. I'm, I'm curious to find out more. You know, years ago, I remember thinking, a long time ago, like, wasn't it odd that this, you know, boxing pay-per-view is $50, but this bar, sports bars sports bar is charging, you know, 15 or 20 bucks for people to get in? Well, it turns out that... These sports bars have to pay a lot more for stuff like that. If they want to show a pay-per-view, they're not paying the 50 bucks that you're paying at home. And if they do and they get caught, they can be in a lot of trouble. Uh, Same thing when it comes to just uh, your run-of-the-mill sports cable channels. It's not like your local sports bar can just get your typical home cable hookup and just say, well, folks, you know, let's see what's on TV. Oh, look, there's the big hockey game. Uh, they have to go about it a different way, and they pay a lot more. Well, and if Bell and Rogers have their way, they are going to be paying even more, significantly more than they currently pay. So there's a showdown brewing, and I think average Joe six pack, just your typical sports fan who likes to go down to the corner uh, sports bar and watch the big game with his friends, he's going to be the one who suffers. Scott Stinson, a national sports columnist at Post Media News, uh, has this story, and he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Scott, great to talk to you. Welcome to the program.
1: Hey, Rob. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well. So explain how it works right now. If I'm a sports bar, I, I can't just go out and get your typical cable package, right? It's it, it operates at a different level for for these establishments.
1: It does, but for to a large extent, um, the, the the regular sports channels that we think of the regular ones, the TSNs and the Sportsnet, are just included or have... Historically, been included in bundles in the same way you or I would get a residential package. The rate might be a bit more for a commercial establishment, but it's it's not exorbitant. But for things as you mentioned in, in your opening, you know, UFC fights, boxing matches, uh, NHL center ice, these things have all been priced, you know, very much with with a mind to making sure that um, you can't just show it for $50 and then have a full bar. Like they they basically realized that that was a loophole that they want so they charged a bar based on the number of seats in it, you know, so they would be paying thousands of dollars potentially to air a big fight and then they would turn around and charge admission to get in or or have a minimum at the table if you're going to sit there all night. So, yeah, this is now what they are seeking to do is is get closer to that model for what we think of as the regular sports channels. Uh, by charging anywhere with a liquor license uh, a fee for TSN and Sportsnet um, based on the seating capacity of their place. So, you know, for a small place it's only going to be a hundred dollars a month potentially. For a larger place it might be six hundred, uh, seven hundred, something like that. On top of the fees that they already pay for Telus.
0: I mean, I can see it from one perspective because if I own a sports bar. And, you know, in Calgary and the Flames are playing, I'm going to have more people in my sports bar than if the Flames are not playing. So I do benefit from the job that the broadcaster does.
1: Absolutely. I mean, they, they have a, a product that, you know, if, if you consider that there's 100 channels or something like that within their lineup that they're getting for their cable package and they only ever have the sports networks on in their bar and that's what people are coming to the bar to see there's certainly a logic to charging more now for a tsn or a sports net than they charge for the cooking channel or for you know whatever else is, is way up on the dial that they never have on so there's certainly some logic to it i think the thing that gets interesting just as an observer is if you're going to start doing this for everywhere that has a liquor license there's a whole lot of places that might have a television or two, you know, in a bar or in the corner, but they don't really think of themselves as sports bars. And, you know, well, those places now decide, well, I don't want to pay these high rates. I'm just going to, you know, turn the TV off or not have sports channels, you know, have, have a news network or something like that running in the background. And we might get to a point not that far from now where when you can tend to go anywhere to watch a Flames playoff game, as you say, there might only be certain establishments that are willing to pay the money to have them on, and there might, and they might be doing something like charging a you know, $5 minimum or a cover charge or something like that on, on high-capacity nights.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, it's been interesting because here in Calgary, and obviously we, we've kind of gone through some rough economic times, so a lot mm-hmm. of bars and restaurants have been struggling to get by. They've been hit with the downturn. Property taxes mm-hmm. have gone up on businesses. Minimum wage mm-hmm. has gone up. Uh, and now this is going to be an extra cost thrown on them. Uh, you know, it just seems like adding to the pile, it becomes tough for these bars to make it go of And it just becomes more expensive for the consumer.
1: Yeah. I will say that talking to sh- some, some people from Shaw at West, uh, Shaw's the distributor, of course, and, and they, they get told, okay, here are the new costs for TSN and Sportsnet. Now, aware of the economic situation in alberta it sounds from what i've been told that shaw is just gonna basically pass on the cost that they're getting put on them and they're going to allow bars and restaurants to do this on a month-by-month basis they're not going to say you have to sign up for a one-year contract at this new rate they're going to they're going to say, like, we're willing to let you sort of see how it goes. That's very different than what I've been told from some places in Ontario, which are, A, getting much higher prices passed on to them, and, B, you know, still having the same kind of situation where you have to have a contract for a year or two years or whatever for your television service. So uh, if nothing else, it's interesting to me that there does seem to be some awareness that in Alberta in particular this will be uh, particularly hard for some places to deal with.
0: Yeah, well, okay, well, that, that's interesting. It's certainly, okay. uh, I, I think, significant. So, what does this tell us, though, about the situation that Rogers and Bell find themselves? And these these are massive companies, uh, but they also paid a lot. You look at how much Rogers paid to get NHL rights, it was a, an insane amount of money. Does this suggest that they're trying to recoup their investment here? Is this, is this part of what's going on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is uh, an era where television subscriptions are declining and um whether it's you know it's not just a sports channel issue but but people are cutting the cord for a bunch of different reasons you can watch stuff on demand online you can you know subscribe to Netflix and then in some cases you can if you want to watch sports you just go to the bar to watch it there so this is them i think for trying to recoup some of that money and say okay well If we're not going to be able to rely on everybody just automatically having a television subscription as we did in the past, we got to figure some other way to increase our revenues, and maybe we need to go after these places that essentially allow it, you know, to have public viewing for a product that wasn't really originally intended as such. So, yeah, I totally think that's what's going on here, and I think. You know, we might see this might be the first stage of of many. Maybe they'll go after other businesses, too, who have, you know, televisions in a public setting. And and they'll say, well, you now have to also pay some different rate. Um, I don't necessarily think bars and restaurants would be the end of it for them.
0: You know, and here's the one thing too, and maybe this is, has long been an issue because, uh, you know, if if you're showing the game on your your network, right, you make money on advertising. That's going to hinge on how many people are watching. That gets back to the ratings. But do the ratings include the, the thousands of Canadians uh, who go and watch <laughs> hockey games at the bars? They don't, do they?
1: I don't think they do. No, almost every rating uh, thing I've understood is entirely based on households, and and they even have this. Uh, meter that they use now which essentially detects the sound of what's on your television and uses that to determine what program you're watching so it's it's like uh it's almost like it just only it's a very small percentage of households that do it but they use that to extrapolate what the totals are and they've done this for a certain period of time but certainly what is going on in the bars of the land does not factor into it and and i don't think that's necessarily they're not you know, trying to reduce the number of people that are watching in bars. They're just trying to make sure that they're getting paid for those people, too.
0: Yeah, I, I just wonder if it might be one way to, to address the situation. I don't know how workable it would be, but if, if the ratings included the people who were at the bars watching the big game, uh, mm-hmm. that would allow the broadcasters to go to the advertisers and say, well, here's the true snapshot of how many eyes are on the screen, and it's a lot more people that we just all of a sudden now can factor in. So... Then the advertisers end up paying more instead of the bars and, and the consumers.
1: No, you're absolutely right. And I mean, the, the contrary to that is that essentially, uh, if if they're saying to the bars, we know you have tons of people in your in your restaurants and bars that are watching these these programs, so therefore you're going to be fine paying this extra money. You can make an argument that they're essentially acknowledging that the home audiences are declining or aren't necessarily what they've been telling their advertisers there are like yeah. there's, they are they're always telling their advertisers that you know, this is where it is people are at home watching their their programming, and because if you're in a bar, you're not really consuming the advertising to the same extent that you're consuming it. At home, right? Like they often turn down the volume during those periods and or the volume is not on at all during commercial breaks. So it's an interesting argument of sort of the acknowledgement that there's, you know, a big captive market out there that's consuming these sports programs in a, in a way that maybe they haven't really wanted to admit before.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. So when might this all come to a head here?
1: Well the 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 changes are supposed to go into effect May 1 which obviously is pretty fast and that's playoff they're, time. They're, yeah. <laughs> it is that. Well, hopefully there'll be some Canadian teams still involved in by We think May 1.
0: so. We think so. Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
1: Uh, and, yeah, so they they want to do it sooner, much sooner rather than later. And, um, you know, I was talking to some people in the restaurant business who are scrambling for a response because this has really only come out in the last week or so. Uh, but the likelihood of them being able to negotiate, you know, lower rates or better terms or something like that in the next few weeks seems to me unlikely. But uh, so we'll probably see. You know, maybe some places will will initially – Agree to pay it, and then they'll decide after a certain period of time that they don't want to do it. Maybe some will do the opposite; they'll not pay the money, and they'll see if they can make a go of it uh, without, you know, NHL hockey potentially on their televisions. But uh, I, I think we'll probably see some sort of shakeout in the next little while in terms of the places that do want to pay the extra money for sports, and those that just decide not to.
0: Right, and is there still the the end run? I mean, if I remember back in the day, and I'd be in on a sports bar, and they would have some kind of satellite hookup, so you're watching. You know, well HBO, the HBO broadcast mm-hmm. of the fighter you're watching, uh, MSG broadcast of the, the Rangers game or something. Do, do sports bars have a, an end run like that, or or they pretty got, much got it locked down now?
1: Well, they can. A lot of the bars, the bars that really sort of count on sports for their business would would also be subscribing to a you know NHL Center Ice or NFL Sunday Ticket, whatever you want to call those packages. And I think they will um you know still keep doing that the difference between what if you essentially don't pay the money for tsn and sportsnet you're denied you know there's a lot of hours in the day where restaurants and bars are open and there's not necessarily a game on. Right. so as you know the sport the sports centers and the sports net centrals and those things are honestly on a constant loop in a lot of bars all the time for your highlight shows and your blooper reels and all that stuff and And if they don't have access, like, you know, they might still be able to air the games because they have the center ices of the world and those types of packages, but they wouldn't necessarily have the other stuff that is kind of on and and often, you know, part of what people come to expect when they go to a place that at least specializes in sports.
0: Yeah, really interesting. All right, more at nationalpost.com. Scott, appreciate it as always. Thanks for this.
1: Okay, Rob. Have a
0: good Take time. care. You too, Scott Stinson, national sports columnist, Post Media News. Uh, breaking the story this week, which, as he said, really just came to light within the past week or so. So a lot of these establishments caught off guard, wondering whether this is going to apply to them. As, as Scott said, it sounds like Shaw is going to handle it a little, little differently out here than some of the providers out east, and I guess that might have a lot to do with the fact that Bell and Rogers, which own these these two big sports channels, are also cable providers in that part of the country. Uh, So interesting uh, about uh, Shaw and the recognition that, you know, for a lot of establishments, especially here in Calgary, uh, these costs might be difficult to absorb. Right, so this isn't government imposing a tax, but I think if you're a sports bar, it's almost like another tax, isn't it? You get to pay higher property taxes, you get to pay higher minimum wage, you get to pay uh, a higher heating bill. Oh, and hey... You get to pay more for these these channels. But they are crucial to your business, obviously. What kind of a sports bar are you if you don't have the NHL playoffs, if you don't have the World Series, if you don't have the big fight, etc.? Not much. Uh, you know, you can always throw in uh, videotapes of, <laughs> of old playoff games, but, yeah, people want to go watch the game somewhere. For a lot of people, that's tradition. That's how they like to watch these sporting events. Hey, we'll meet you down at the bar. We'll uh, have uh, some some dinner, a few drinks. We're going to watch the game. It's going to be great. Well, yeah, guess what? If that place can't show the game, you're not going to go there. So who do you side with here? 403-974-8255. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.